can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. For those that are listening and may not have listened to the last couple of weeks, I'm going to Byron Bay. So are we thinking like a, a Gold Coast New Year's Eve? Maybe I'll meet you up there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just want to go somewhere where it's hot. Yeah. Is making out with randoms not COVID safe? I would say that's probably <laughs> against your COVID safe plan. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. So it's crossing a line. <laughs> How many dates do I have to go on with the person before I can kiss them on New Year's Eve? Uh, I'd say one is enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what were you doing last New Year's Eve? I was on the dance floor in Thailand, like this jungle dance floor. And this Italian guy stopped me as I was walking through the crowd. Mm-hmm, <laughs> as just, they do. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he just picked me up oh. and we started making out. Oh, I'm goodness. pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah. Okay. We, we, this was pre-COVID. Well, to contrast so that, that <laughs> I went for an evening picnic with my best friend and we watched the nine o'clock fireworks at Williamstown. <laughs> we went home and I went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so this year i'll do the picnic and okay. you can make out with the random okay <laughs> we'll see how we go with that <laughs> let's swap lives this new year's eve all right <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh all right all right what is on today's episode hannah what are we talking about we are chatting about iv <laughs> intravenous skincare <laughs> for our cringy combo <laughs> I'm glad you said skincare after that. <laughs> Joe and I have really stepped up our skincare routines and we're doing it all intravenous, intravenously now. Is that the right word? Intravenously. Intravenous, intravenously. <laughs> then we are speaking to Elise, who is a dermal therapist, about sebaceous filaments versus blackheads and the products we didn't know we needed. And Joe, I saw yours <laughs> and I just saw... A tea bag, and I was like, "What the actual f is going on? You've lost in it. the literal sense, not in the sexual sense." <laughs> I do want to say before we even get into this discussion, Hannah, is that out of every treatment that you and I try, this is probably the most unnecessary. Like it's got to be said, like this is just something that nobody needs to go and have done, but you and I will try everything once. But I reckon if you've got a big night planned, you may as well, you could totally book this in for the next day. Yeah. I personally would do it again. So I would do it again as well. The first time I had one of these, I was actually hungover. I was working in a clinic and we had bags of like a vitamin B kind of mixture. And one of the girls at work was like, do you want one? I was like, absolutely. Yes, I do. And that was the first time I had one. And I felt amazing because it hydrates you straight away. So that dehydration that comes with like the headache and the fatigue that you get from being hungover, that just worked a treat. But this is a little bit different to the hangover drips, like just slightly, because this one's meant to be for skin. So we went to Grown Alchemist's new space in Carlton 
It feels like you're in a science experiment. So I, the analogy for me was that it was like, well, you haven't watched Brave New World on Stan. That's my fave new show. It was very kind of dystopian Mm -hmm. and that's what this felt like. Well, you walk in into like the showroom where, where all the products are and you walk into this space and all of the oxygen is purified. Yeah. So you can see on the outside, there's like this dial on the outside and the oxygen inside is purified. It's all this like amazing technology. It's totally next level. Yeah, it really is. But they offer this thing called drip therapy. So there's five different drips that you can have and they range from like 230 to I think maybe $270. But they don't claim any changes to like your organs they're not like this is gonna like detox your liver or anything like that it's more around this is what they say the drip therapy delivers vitamins and minerals directly to your bloodstream assisting in optimal nutrient absorption at a cellular level our innovative treatments provide immediate beauty benefits boosting the function of skin cells to achieve your skin goals faster for a more youthful and radiant complexion i've got a pretty good bullshit meter i think and (laughs) i was pretty like skeptical about how much of a result I would see on my skin from that but not gonna lie I did notice probably about 48 hours later that I did have more radiant skin from it did you Mm. notice the difference on your skin and this I probably that result only lasted like 24 hours for me but I did notice I was like oh I look good today yeah I reckon it might be something that you would do if you really had a big event like Mm. your wedding or something yeah it's really hard for me to notice this sort of stuff just because I'm using so many different products but to be honest it was just a it was just a really really nice experience like I had such a nice afternoon I was so zen after that I felt like I'd been asleep (laughs) I thought it was a real treat the thing with this is that it is prescribed by a doctor and so you have a consultation with a doctor and then it's a administered by a registered nurse in like a fully sterile and clinical setting. So it's all very much above board. Everything's done properly. I had a few people respond to um, the stories that I put up when we went and had it done. They're like, oh my God, do I need this? I'm like, no, it's not something that everybody needs. Like I wouldn't say anyone needs to go and have any of the face treatments I have done, but they're things that I like personally. And like you said, I'd probably go and have this thing done at Corona Alchemist again, because I quite enjoyed it. But Yeah, it is a medical treatment, so you need to make sure that you're actually a suitable candidate for it. So, yeah, have that consultation with the doctor and see if you're suitable. To be honest, it was just worth the Instagram story where I was like, (laughs) I was like, we now do our skincare through a drip. So, (laughs) and not to not to mention the the mini moe we had as well. Oh yes, that's not part of the regular um, offering though. So, (laughs) sorry guys. Um, I was wondering, like having champagne, which dehydrates you, mixed with your IV therapy. Yeah, look, I think it was a little bit. Counterintuitive, yeah. but um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned on here that I have like a serious phobia of swallowing tablets, but I'm absolutely fine with needles. I could watch a needle go into my veins. I wouldn't have any issue with it, oh, but I Joe. cannot swallow tablets. I have like an actual phobia of it. So I hope that there's also people listening who are the same. I'm fine with needles. I'd rather have my Panadol in my veins than swallow tablets. So you can't swallow Panadol? No, I can swallow the pill. And I can swallow um, very small antihistamines and I can swallow a very specific form of neurofin, which is in like a caplet. And I can swallow that, but with great difficulty. Actually, if anyone does hypnotism, can they let me know? Because yeah. I've considered getting hypnotized for can it. Can we record you getting that done? Yes. 
How fun would that be? That would be really good. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Okay. Let's do hypnotism. Anyway, that was just a side note because I can't take any of the like tablet supplements that you guys take at work. Everyone's always like, what supplements do you take? I'm like, I can take the Beauty Chef powder, but that's about it. Well, my product I didn't know I needed today is a tablet. You would hate these tablets. I I, I would like to hear you try to swallow a tablet though. Can we do that on one episode? I don't know that people would want to hear me gagging. (laughs) Do you actually gag? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I'll just spit it out. I spit it, like, down the drain. Oh, my God. I imagine because I've got this magnesium tablet that's the size of my pinky finger. Like, I don't think you'd be able oh. – like, you would gag looking oh at it. Oh, my God. I know. I would. I would. I just look at those and I go, no, that's a no for no. me. Yeah. <laughs> Today's guest is joining us because I cannot count the amount of times that I've had people ask us to do this segment. And to be honest, I didn't realize that there'd be that much demand for it. But Elise Birchall joins us today. She's a dermal therapist, clinical educator for all things skin and head of dermal at Extra Clinic in Canberra. Elise, I think you're actually our first guest from Canberra. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to join you guys on this podcast. I listen to it religiously (laughs) every week. So I'm a bit of a fan. (laughs) So this is very exciting for me. We love that. Well, today you're actually joining us to talk about sebaceous filaments versus blackheads. So let's just start off by asking what are sebaceous filaments? So sebaceous filaments are basically when you have your hair follicle or your pore and it fills with keratin and keratin makes up your skin cells basically. So normal keratin will shed through the opening of the follicle but when the keratin combines with bits of debris and oil and they all come together it creates a plug which is what you call a sebaceous filament. So these are often what you'll find on the nose and the t-zone area as little black or sometimes even white dots. Pretty much wherever you have a hair follicle you'll likely have a sebaceous filament. So a lot of people will try to get rid of sebaceous filaments completely because they don't like the look of them, which depending on your genetic condition will depend on how easy that is. But we often forget that sebaceous filaments are, they're basically, they're needed to carry sebum and oil through the hair follicle to the surface of the skin. So they do actually serve a purpose within the skin and a function, despite how much we hate looking at them. But you'll find generally that people have more sebaceous filaments around the nose and the chin, just due to the high concentration of sebaceous glands, which produce the oil for the skin. How would you know the difference? Because I remember when I went and got my extractions and I remember the dermal therapist saying, oh, they're sebaceous filaments, they're blackheads. How would you know the difference between them? Because my nose is covered with something. I don't know if they're sebaceous (laughs) filaments or they're blackheads. That's a really good question. And I think that's one of the things that I see most in clinic as well. People trying to treat sebaceous filaments as blackheads. While they do look pretty similar, they're actually quite different. If you imagine a blackhead as the start of a non-inflamed pimple with a black head. So they're usually a little bit more raised and they'd be found in areas more like the upper cheeks or the forehead or around the jaw and the chin. And blackheads are plugs of dead skin and sebum, which usually you can wiggle them out pretty easily and they come out as, sounds really gross, as like a hard seedy nut they're not usually like blackheads are not usually the ones that you find around the nose whereas when you have sebaceous filaments they're usually harder to squeeze you might still have the black dot but they're a bit flatter and they can refill and return more easily so blackheads are more of those ones that come and go every now and again but not usually in the same area like the ones all over the nose but also too I think a lot of people get confused with open pores um, so I should probably mention that while we're here too so pores and blackheads and sebaceous filaments are all kind of similar things but all different at the same time 
when you have pores, they're basically the opening of the hair follicle and how big they are is determined by our genetics really. So when they're enlarged, you can get blockages inside more easily and it can cause the pore to stretch. So it's very easy for sebaceous filaments to cause inside of these enlarged pores to get these bigger blockages. So as we age as well, you lose your elasticity in your skin and the pores themselves start to loosen and sag. And that's why they usually start to look bigger as we get older. So the larger the pore, the more visible the sebaceous filament and really because there's physically more for it to fill. And when when it comes to treating both concerns, so your blackheads and your sebaceous filaments, can you treat both with salicylic acid? Do you have any like favorite products that you recommend for treating each concern? You definitely can. And salicylic acid is a great place to start for management and for prevention. So salicylic is a BHA. So it's amazing for its oil soluble properties and its exfoliating properties too. So it can get into the follicle wall and work on the dead skin that's stuck inside, creating that plug. It's also a bit anti-inflammatory and it works on bacteria, which is a bonus too. So for both sebaceous filaments and blackheads, it's actually quite effective. Combining the salicylic with things like AHAs can amp it up a little bit further as well to reduce the amount of dead skin on the surface that might be getting into the pore and trapping inside. So with these kind of things, I always say it can't hurt to add in some retinoids too, so things like your retinols and your vitamin A's. In terms of products, there's a few with salicylic that I really love. I do like as an everyday product the Medicaid Pore Cleanse Gel. The name pretty much says it all. It's got a bit of salicylic acid. It's got some AHAs. It's a product you can use daily, but it won't dry out the skin. But it's enough just to work on preventing blockages from forming and working on refining what's already there. I also, too, I love the ASAP Radiance Serum. That one's great as well. Slightly exfoliating, but Same. not too intense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I guess if you're looking at adding vitamin A's and things like that in as well, something I really like for open pores and for blackheads is the Medic Medicaid Crystal Retinol. That one's my fave too. Mm, some very good suggestions there in terms of products. And uh, some of us more prone to blackheads than others because I know like for me and my mom and my sister, we're just like, do we try and do something about it or do we just have to accept it? and know that we can't completely get rid of them forever? This is also a great question because I think there's a really big misconception around there that pores aren't normal and that, you know, you have to get rid of them because they're, they're mm, an imperfection. Totally. And it's something that's really hard to educate clients on in clinic because we've been brainwashed for so long to think that you have to have this you know, porcelain, perfect skin. Mm. So like Joe, <laughs> like Joe, she's got beautiful skin. I'm quite jealous. Yeah. Open pores and sebaceous filaments and blackheads, the pores themselves, you can never remove. Um, you can shrink them and minimize the appearance of them, but your skin needs them to breathe and to excrete different oils and things like that. So you can prevent the blockages from forming inside, which will make them look less noticeable, but you'll always have your pores. And for some people where you've lost that elastin that keeps them stretchy, if you have had a time in your life where your oil flow has been a little bit more increased, chances are your pores will always stay on the larger side, you know, for the rest of your life, but you can make them look slightly less noticeable by keeping them clean, if that makes sense. Something I miss about my ex-boyfriend is squeezing the blackheads out of his nose. Is that a big no-no to try and squeeze out your own blackheads? And should I steer clear from those metal tools that you can buy from Priceline? Because I did buy one of those so that I could extract his blackheads. 
could be one of the reasons we're not together anymore. (laughs) Uh, As as bad as it is, there's nothing more satisfying than squeezing blackheads out of a man's nose. uh, There's something about it. I don't know what it is. But it does go against my whole philosophy of skin health. So I've got to have some self-restraint. It's difficult, but it's in there. So when you squeeze blackheads and blockages in the pores, you can actually stretch the pores and make them larger and more visible. And nobody wants that. So the metal tools are great when used by a professional for the right kinds Mm -hmm. of lesions or the right kind of breakouts but it's not something that I would recommend for home use because it's super easy to go overboard and you can create a lot of damage I mean we've all been there standing in the mirror with the you know the 10 times magnification for an hour Mm -hmm. squeezing it every single tiny little pore and it never ends well so the metal tools and things like that I say leave it to the professionals but Another thing that I think people try a lot for are pore strips. These are not mm. something I tend to recommend either because as you pull the blockage out of the pore, it has to stretch through the small opening and as it stretches, it can enlarge and stretch the outside of the pore even more. So the blockage might be gone, but it's just going to refill and look even bigger. So I generally say if the blackhead or the sebaceous filament or whatever it is, if it's staring at you in the face and it just needs, needs to go, best to see a dermal therapist or a dermal clinician who can extract it carefully and then chat to you about what will be best for you to manage them from home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's a good tip. I was planning on finding my next boyfriend based on how many blackheads he had, but He's maybe I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's another good one, Joe? is squeezing um, ingrown hairs. Yes, I did that too. Oh, that's <laughs> yes. so satisfying. So maybe, maybe just stick to the guy that has a lot of ingrown yeah. hairs on his chest. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can do that. <laughs> what a great first date question. Can I just have a look at your back and your legs for your ingrown hairs? <laughs> what are the best in-clinic treatments for curbing congestion? This is, it really depends on what kind of congestion you have because congestion comes, uh, there's a lot of things that come under the congestion umbrella. So you've got your inflammatory breakouts, you've got blackheads, you've got all of the things. So if it's not inflammatory and it's, it's not painful and it's more like little lumps and bumps or, you know, blackheads and sebaceous filaments, Chemical peels and light exfoliation can be really beneficial. So clinical peels can do a very similar thing to what your AHAs and BHAs are doing at home, just at a more concentrated and advanced level. So any good treatment program for congestion should always look at controlling the problem causing factors. So things that might be contributing to that congestion forming. So looking at reducing oil flow, reducing dead skin cell buildup, both in the pore and on the surface of the skin, looking at regulating skin cell turnover, stimulating collagen and elastin to repair the dermal layer where damage to the tissue might have occurred from an inflamed breakout. So there's a lot of things that you should look at when it comes to treatments, but generally um, chemical peels are a great place to start. I also do love microneedling for reducing pore size too. There's in my opinion, nothing that microneedling can't do. It's amazing. Love myself a bit of needling. Remember when you had needling and you were like, look at my pores and it was like maybe four weeks after you'd finished your treatment. I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. It really did work. No, it really worked. Yeah. Now you did mention that there's other kinds of congestion. So can you explain to us other kinds of non-inflammatory congestion concerns? Because a lot of people ask about those tiny little bumps that you can get under the skin and it just causes texture. What? How can you explain that? So there's a few different types of non-inflammatory congestion. The most common one that I see in clinic would be milia, which are those annoying little white dots that kind of look like pimples, but they never ever go and they don't usually get bigger and smaller. They just stay the same size. So these ones are super common around the eye and the cheek area, and they're technically little tiny superficial cysts. And when you extract them out, they look like tiny little pearls. So they're really hard 
kind mm-hmm. of seeds. These ones are always best ex- extracted by a clinician because you don't want to damage the skin because it's very easy to do that. So keeping these under control with regular exfoliation at home can help, but also looking at what products you're using in the area that might be a little bit too rich, such as really heavy eye creams and eye masks that might be clogging the pores. So milia, I would have to say, is probably one of the most common ones. Now, I wanted to ask because you're getting married in a couple of days and you've kindly made time for us <laughs> to do this interview, <laughs> wow. even though you're busy prepping. So I wanted to ask as our last question, what your best skin advice is for brides-to-be? When should they start prepping their skin? What products should they use the day before? All of that stuff. What's your best advice? Oh, I love these questions. And I have to say, <laughs> I've been not even following my own advice, which is awful, <laughs> but it's been one of those one of those months, I think, given COVID yeah. and all of the things. But when it comes to bridal skin and bridal makeup, makeup will always look so much better when you've got a really healthy, glowy base underneath. So anything that's looking at addressing collagen stimulation or anything that's going to work on reducing dehydration and just getting as much moisture back into the skin as you can, that's the the go-to. So I love LED light therapy. Um, I've been doing one of those like five a week for the last probably three months, which has been (laughs) amazing. Perks of working in a skin clinic. I've also been doing lots of microneedling and really light lactic acid peels just for a bit of extra hydration. But when it comes to every skin, every skin is different. So prep for wedding skin is always going to be slightly different, but you can't go wrong with some laser genesis, some LEDs and some really light resurfacing treatments just to keep everything nice and fresh. Mm, I love that advice. They're the exact treatments that I would have before my wedding that isn't happening, but that's what I would have (laughs) if I was getting married. (laughs) All in good time, I'm sure. So if you want to see Elise, you can find her at Extra Clinic in Canberra or you can find her on Instagram at Elise underscore skin. Thanks so much for joining us today, Elise. Thanks so much, guys. Had such a good time. Please explain. I want to start with you because I just saw okay. a tea bag and I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it just has our notes and next to my name it just says a tea bag. Wait, I'm going to guess what I I think you know what it is, but I'm going to tell you anyway. This is your TikTok. This is my TikTok. Yes. So we yes. do have a TikTok on our account right now at Adore Beauty. So I found this hack via Nikki Makeup, who we've also interviewed for this podcast. If you missed that episode, go and listen to her because she has a very soothing and stunning voice. So this hack is to do with broken nails. So as most people know that follow me on Instagram or follow this podcast, I have a bit of a nail obsession at the moment. And recently I had very long nails and my thumbnail broke from the side and quite low down. So I knew that if I was washing my hair or I was doing pretty much anything that the break would just worsen over time. So I was like, what am I going to do? I can't cut all of my nails down and you can't just have one shorter nail if all of them are long. So I was determined to fix it and nail salons at that time weren't open. So I found this hack on Nikki's page and I then Googled like heaps of different people that did it. And so what you do is you cut a tea bag open and you use the meshy stuff that makes the tea bag and you cut out a little bit of that and you basically paper mache your nail. So what you do is you put a top coat or a base coat down, like just something clear that's going to give you a bit of like a gluey finish and you put that over the break in the nail and then you put the tea bag mesh on top and you just want a little bit. You don't want to cover your entire nail in a tea bag. You just put a little bit over the break and then you put a top coat over it to seal it 
and then you can just paint your nails as normal and you can't even see the tea bag because it's so fine and thin that you can't even tell it's there, but it strengthens it so much. And I reckon I went, I think I went about three extra weeks with the tea bag on there without having to cut my nails. I've cut them down now a little bit, but wow, like I can't even tell you how good this tea bag trick is. So if you've broken a nail and you really don't want to cut them, do that. feel like we need to link to your TikTok in the episode notes. We will notes. link to the TikTok in the episode notes. So if you want to see how I do it, we'll definitely put it in there because it's probably one of the best nail hacks I've ever come across in my life. So everybody needs that. A lot of people get broken nails as well and they ask me how I get mine so strong. I've actually made a nail decision. Yeah. Um, I got my SNS on my nails and shellac on my toes and I've mm. decided that um, before I go to Byron, I'm going to get it all taken off. I'm going yes. au natural. Okay, yeah. Let that fungus yeah. shine through. Yeah, I'm just going to go full hippie. I mean, look, the yeah. salt water will probably fix it anyway. Anyway, what is your product you didn't know you needed, Hannah? I've touched on apothecary, I think a few times in this podcast, and mm-hmm. but I wrote an article about my, I had a whole new hair care routine yep. to try to grow my hair. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, now that I've had it, color treated with the foils it's starting to feel like again (laughs) I just um, shame I'm so upset so anyway I'm back on my hair supplements I was Mm -hmm. on them for a few months over ISO and now I've started back up on them and I wanted to talk about the apothecary main event which is a supplement for it actually supports hair health I remember Micah raving about this when she had that yes so yeah. So one of our, our hair care buyers, she had a mohawk and she started yeah, an on. An accidental one, yeah. Accidental. <laughs> um, so she started on like a whole treatment plan, like Olaplex, and and she also did the main event and I think hair food as well by Potty yeah. And her hair just like fully grew back, strong, healthy. Exploded in growth. Yeah. I had noticed when, and even Linda said to me, she's like, your hair looks too thick. <laughs> she was like, it's too too much. Linda loves a bit of criticism, doesn't she? I know. She's like, you guys, she just can't be nice. Like, yeah. she can't be like, hey, your hair looks really nice. She's like, oh, it's looking so thick. And I was like, what? What is that supposed to mean? Like, is there something wrong with that? So this hair supplement, it helps to grow healthy, stronger hair. And it's been formulated by a team of naturopaths, nutritionists and trichologists. So a trichologist is someone that looks after scalp health. Mm-hmm. So it has amino acids, activated B vitamins and silica. I don't know what the hell silica is, do you? I don't know exactly what it is in terms of like what makes it up, but I know that silica is meant to be really good for hair, skin and nails. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this will help strengthen and encourage healthy hair growth. So mm-hmm. I want to grow really long hair. So I want to get like, I've decided I want to have long hair again. I think yeah. as I get older, I'm like, I'm just. I- when Hannah started at a door, she had really long hair and it was completely it was dead from like her ears down. <laughs> and it took me so long to convince her to cut it because I was like, it's going to look so much healthier when she cuts it. And she yeah. did. And it looked amazing. And it still does yeah. look very nice now. Like it it does. It looks very shiny. If we can get you back to long hair and be healthy, then that's the best yeah. result. Well, I'm doing the apothecary. If, can you link to my article, please, in the episode yeah. notes? Because yep. it's got I'm all sure. the, it's got all my products <laughs> that I'm using. Yeah. Don't forget, Joe. Don't forget. <laughs> I've lost all my words. Um, yeah. You that, okay? No, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. 
feel like every time we record now, I, I've lost all my words. I don't know. That's what's probably happened. just a lack of social interaction, maybe. Do you think I've forgotten how to interact with people? Maybe. Do you saw me for dinner the other night? Well, yeah, you're was right. I okay? <laughs> You seemed it. I forgot to tell you that I, I went for that date afterwards that you, you she, yeah. Joe dropped me at a bar. Yeah, she was like, um, so I've got to go. I've got to drink with someone. I was like, would you like a lift? She's like, yes, please. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to some of these dating stories from Byron. I feel like things are about to get wild, everybody. Oh, <laughs> Strap yourselves so in. For some serious finally, after all this time, there's going to finally be some like holiday romance is happening. See you next week, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.